I love SMBC because I've been a member here for over 20 years, and Pastor brings a word every Sunday. Ministry here is for the entire being. Uh, I love the way it touches the mind, the body, and the soul. Uh, we have women's ministries. Welcome to our world. I've gone to several churches before, and the truth that Pastor preaches about the Word, his leadership, and his vision is just pure. Welcome to our world. What keeps me coming back to St. Matthews is the youth program. They continuously put effort into the young into the young mentors. Welcome to our world. Bienvenidos a nuestro mundo.
praise the Lord. We just come to say thank you. We come to say thank you this morning for everything that he's done, for waking us up this morning, for starting us on our way, for giving us the activity of our limbs, for giving us life of our loved ones. It's truly an honor and a privilege just to be alive. So we come to say thank you. Thank you, Jesus. For all you've done, 
Yeah. 
forget not all of his benefits for he loadeth us with benefits we praise the matchless miraculous exalted name of the Lord Jesus Christ truly God is good and he's greatly to be praised hallelujah he dwells in Mount Zion the city of Yahweh in the north can I get a witness Amen. He's worthy of all praise, of all glory, of all honor, of all adoration. Let everything that have breath praise the matchless, miraculous, exalted name of the Lord Jesus Christ. For truly he is worthy. Isn't he worthy? This is worship. We're here to worship God. We're here to glorify God. We're here to magnify God. Worthy is the Lamb. Worthy, worthy, worthy. If it had not been for the Lord who was on our side, where would we be? For by grace, are ye saved through faith and that faith is not yours it's a gift of God lest any man should boast thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee for he trusted in thee let's get the Lord a hand clap praise the name of Jesus Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is the day that the Lord has made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Trust Him at all times, ye people. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of scornful, but his law is in the law of the Lord, who made of heaven and earth. His leaf will not fade. 
fruit will come on the vine in this season. Whatever he does shall prosper. Prosperity coincides with your walk with the Lord, with your words, with your worship, with your will to serve and give. That's where prosperity is. They that walk with the Lord, he will bless them. Amen. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Please come up here and pray and then we'll have reading the scriptures. Church, amen. Let us go before the throne of grace. Father, we come to you this day, this day that we've not seen before. Lord God, we are thankful today, Lord God. You have been merciful to us. You have been kind to us. You have been wonderful to us, Father God. We are here gathered together to praise your name. We're here gathered together to worship you, Lord God. We thank you for our salvation, Jesus. We thank you, Lord God. You have blessed us, Father God, and you've not dealt with us according to our iniquity, Lord God. Lord, truly, we want to gather to praise your name. We want to gather to exalt your name, Father God. We want to come in your presence and worship you, Lord God. We want to say how good you are. We want to say how great you are. We want to say how merciful you are. We want to say how loving you are, how kind you are, how compassionate you are, Father God. We want to thank you for a pastor, Father God. We want to thank you for a church. We want to thank you for a choir. But Lord God, we want to thank you for the privilege of worship. We want to thank you for the privilege to bow down before your feet and to exalt your name. We want to lift you up, Father God. There's no other name that is worthy. There is no other name that should be praised. There is no other king other than the king of kings and the Lord of Lords, our resurrected Savior, who is alive and doing well. Lord, we thank you this day. We worship you this day. We praise you this day. We love you this day. We exalt you this day, Father God. And no rock, no other person will cry out for me. We love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. We're committed to you, Lord God. Use us, Father God. Take us, keep us, Father God. Have your will and have your way this day. In Jesus' name, we pray with thanksgiving. In Jesus' name, we pray with exaltation. In Jesus' name, we pray with all humility. In Jesus' name, we submit. In Jesus, 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 Jesus. Let every soul say amen. Amen and amen. He's worthy. He's worthy. Saints, turn with me to 1 Corinthians, the third chapter. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is worthy to be praised. All you got to do is think about one thing he brought you through and you'll be praised in 1 Corinthians 3rd chapter saints starting at the 14th verse if any man's work abide which he hath built thereupon, he shall receive a reward if any man's work shall be burned he shall suffer loss but he himself shall be saved. Yet so as by fire. The word of God for the children of God. Our next scripture shall be found in Hebrews 
the fifth chapter, beginning at the 11th verse, Hebrews 5, starting at the 11th verse. Of whom we have many things to say and hard to be uttered, seeing ye are dull of hearing. For when for the time ye ought to be teachers, ye have need that one teach you again, which be the first principles of the oracles of God, and are become such as have need of milk and not of strong meat. For everyone that useth milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness, for he is a baby. But strong meat belongeth to them that are full of full age, even those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. Continue in Hebrews chapter 6, verse 1. Therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, let us go on into perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works, and of faith toward God, of the doctrine of baptisms and laying on of hands, and of resurrection of the dead and of eternal judgment. And this will we do if God permit. For it is impossible for those who were once enlightened and have tasted of the heavenly gift and were made partakers of the Holy Ghost and have tasted the good word of God and the powers of the world to come. If they shall fall away to renew them again unto repentance, seeing they crucify to themselves the Son of God afresh, and put him to an open shame. That's the word of God for the people of God. Amen?
praise, the matchless, miraculous, exalted name of Jesus. And every knee shall bow, and every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God. We greet you in the name that is above every name. Praise his name. Now, now let me say this up front because last week I, for levity, I sang, and if it offended you, forgive me. For levity, trying to inject a little humor because some of us are carrying so much, so many weights. Amen. And the Lord is good. And God is good all the time. Pastor loves you. Amen. And I uh, want to thank God for uh, choir. Let's get a choir hand clap. Amen. And for the ushers and for all who serve, we thank you. We're in transition and uh, we are thankful to the Lord from whom all blessings flow. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. And there's been some strong, strong teaching. Uh, continuing with Dr. Tony Evans on this culture. And we have to understand that God wants us to be separate, saith the Lord. Amen. And uh, so God, God is good. And he's good all the time. And I want to thank, thank God for you. Praise the name of Jesus. And um, um, pastors, please, for where we're going. Amen? Now it's offering time. And God loves a cheerful giver. You can't be God-given no matter how to try. We're taking the one offering. We pray that you would tithe and give with liberality. Give and it'll be given back to you. Press down and running over. Amen. And our great choir will sing. Church, amen. this morning? How many of y'all love the Lord? Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He first loved you. Did he not? Amen. Amen. I really love you. I really love you. Because you first loved me. Ooh. 
Jesus. Thank you, Kim. Thank you, choir. Praise the name of Jesus. Let's stand for offer to all things coming to thee, O Lord. song from a choir and then we'll head a word. Church.
Father and our God, we thank you for the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Thank you for your goodness, mercy, and grace. Forgive us of our sins, for we have fallen short of your glory. Now move mightily among us. Convict, convince, if need be, convert. Thank you for our church. Thank you for our families. Thank you for all that you have done. In Jesus' name, amen. Give the Lord a hand clap. You may be seated. Praise the name of Jesus. Choirs sound mighty good, don't they? Praise the Lord. Praise Him. Hallelujah. This morning, our title is Free or Frozen. Free or frozen. And we'll be coming out of 1 Corinthians chapter 8, verses 1 to 13. One of the greatest misconceptions in the minds of believers is their sense of freedom in Christ. Freedom is not free will. Freedom is not the right to do as you please. Freedom is the relevance and responsibility towards another. And freedom is not you doing, saying whatever you want to say. It is structured in following the promptings of the Holy Spirit. It's not a right. It's relevance. I want to say that um, we are fighting Satan, and that alone is enough. We're fighting self as we war between these two natures. 
and we're fighting the sin principle, which is not even subject to the law of God. The Apostle Paul has now come to 1 Corinthians 8 through 10, which demands balance. Balance is a blessing. Yeah. And a lot of people don't want balance in their lives. We want to do as we please, say what we want to say, do what we want to do, go where we want to go. And uh, balance is a blessing because we balance our checkbooks to have order and obligation, ebbs and flows. We balance our diets as we should eat vegetables. Lord, have mercy. <laughs> we balance our time. Eight hours sleep, eight hours work, whatever. Balance is a great thing. And here, as Paul now approaches this matter of Christian liberty, there must be balance in our spiritual lives. Yeah. We have to um, balance chapter 8, knowledge with love. We have to balance authority with discipline. We have to balance experience with caution. And we have to balance freedom with personal responsibility. Where much is given, much is required. So the Apostle Paul gives us these insights. And I, I, I don't mean no harm, but we want privilege without responsibility. Yeah. If you want to go out, you got to clean your room. Do I have a witness? So, so, so what the Apostle Paul begins to do is gives us these spiritual parameters of balance. Lord have mercy. That's how we grow. We grow in grace by keeping these, Lord have mercy, these spiritual balances in our lives, my God. And, and one of the things that we learn is that uh, uh, we, we have to learn how to live for Jesus. not about your feelings. Yeah. It's about walking by faith. Amen? Everything is not going to 
soothe you. Everything's not going to benefit you. God's word determines balance. Yeah. And and one of the things that that, that we will see in, in these, should the Lord spare life delay is coming next four weeks, is what is my Christian liberty? What am I really being liberated to do? Do I have a witness? Listen, for years, I would not go down to the casinos because as the pastor of an exploding church and on the radio and on TV, I didn't want anybody to assume that I was going down there to gamble. I wouldn't go down there, you know. And and, uh, finally, when I went down there, I heard my name being called out. <laughs> and I had to go through the one-armed bandits. They got great restaurants down there. And we had a lot of members working down there. And so, um, yeah. Once I got there and realized that so many Christians were working there and so many members were there. I just wanted them to know that uh, I didn't want them to confuse why I was there. Yeah, yeah. I'll come back to that. Praise the name of Jesus. We uh, we gotta we gotta be careful. We gotta deal with the very appearance of evil. Do I have a witness? So what Paul does, Paul starts opening up this 8th to 10th chapter of 1 Corinthians. You need to read it when you get home. And Paul is dealing with the weaker and the stronger Christian. Yeah. And... uh, uh, The context is that the weaker Christian had a problem of conscience. Yeah. That the stronger Christian, and this is recorded in Romans 14 and 15, dealt with them eating food that had been offered to idols. Yeah. That they could go in and the the stronger Christian felt they could go in and eat eat a chicken or some ribs that had been offered to idols. And it it was a cheaper piece of meat. But the weaker Christian felt like I would never eat meat that had been offered to idols. Yeah. So they're going back and forth. One is condemning, one is criticizing. And we live for other people's consciences. Do I have a witness? 
yeah, we, we live for one another's country. And so Paul is dealing contextually with who is free enough to eat meat that had been offered to idols. Lord have mercy. So, so the stronger Christian felt like, well, you know, I to save money, they can offer this chicken to a thousand different gods. I'm free to eat. I'm not going to be contaminated because they offered this meat to idols. But the weaker brother felt trapped. And they began to come at each other based on, Lord have mercy, this whole matter of if meats offend your brother, don't eat it in front of him. Are y'all are y'all getting this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, praise the name of Jesus. Paul opens up this text that we ought to have an attitude of humility. Knowledge versus... And he deals with this knowledge and he deals with the fact that our knowledge of who our brother is ought to affect our love for them. Knowledge can be puffed up. I'm always amazed how many scriptures we can pull up. I'm always amazed how much we can talk about the Lord. But we ain't living it. Knowledge, knowledge. And knowledge puffed up is pride. Some of us got a pride problem. Love is pity. You, you heard me last week at Father's Day talk about the prodigal son's father. He represents God. He waited to be wanted. Mm. And the fact of the matter is, is that uh, some of us can get uppity about knowledge. Well, I, I know the doctrine of soteriology, pneumatology, harmatology. But you mean is all get out. Yeah. That Paul was saying that we ought to, listen to this now, have an attitude that's balanced. Mm, mm, mm. Not just a knowledge, but a love. Not just a knowledge, but, but a love for one another. For love will cover a multitude of sins. Can you and I love somebody beyond their history, their hurts? 
Can we get past, yeah, the church jargon and love folk for who they are? We, we are faulty. Stop putting yourself in some position that you ought not be. We just as messed up as the day is long. But see, the puffed up person, Lord have mercy, can't get to the love. Mm. And, and, and so Paul says that uh, to, to this church at Corinth, you need a balance between, Lord have mercy, knowledge and love. People that are puffed up are typically not pitiful. See, love is pitiful. Love yearns the pity. Well, well, maybe they just having a bad day. Maybe. Let's just pray for them. Let's not criticize and condemn and gossip. Let's, let's try to get a balance here. The weaker brother says, I got a problem eating meats that have been offered to idols. And we got to respect that. But don't shop there. You're going to pay the higher price of meats that have not been offered to idols. And the stronger brother says, oh, I can, I can, I can fry me some Popeye's chicken. Even though it's been offered to idols. Paul deals with this delineation. And, and, and I want to say this about the stronger and the weaker brother. The stronger brother has to get beyond the rules. The weaker brother is dealing with rules. Yeah. Contextually, that's what that's what Paul that's what Paul is dealing with. He's dealing with having an attitude of humility. Jesus didn't allow pride or being puffed up to minister to people. He didn't allow it. He he who knew no sin became sin. He who was high became low. I don't know what they're talking about. Well, you need to get a grip on life. You ain't that holy. If the truth were told. Yeah. Somewhere. In the catalogs of your carnality, you're strong where you want to be strong. You're weak where you want to be weak. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. There's none righteous. No, not one. Our righteousness is Jesus. 
our right standing is Jesus. Can I get a witness? Take, take it out of your account. You're not all of that. If God did not protect you from Satan, you'd be back out there in the world. Do I have a witness? If it had not been for the Lord. <laughs> Boy, we got some stuff. So Paul talks about this matter of humility. When we when we're dealing with other people, stop giving them the impression that you have overcome. Stop giving the impression that you're strong. I'm strong about you. God have mercy. When I was struggling with pornography years ago, you know, we got all these programs on the, on the tube, right? So 2 o'clock in the morning, I'm surfing, and I see this adult thing. No, honestly, got true. Just go and sleep. So I, I, I pushed the button, and and the and 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 and, and the buttons and, and and the lady said, "Well, if you want this program, confirm it." So I pushed confirm. So it came on. So after two, Lord have mercy. After two minutes, I said, I don't want it no more. So I cut it off. Sister Gordon pays the bills. So I called up the place and said, I don't want it no more. They said, you pushed it. Daisy loves Dallas. The conviction of the Holy Spirit said, back out of that mess. Are y'all with me? So in my weakness, I gave in. But then the conviction of the Holy Spirit said, get back out. But what I didn't realize was getting in and getting out meant that my account coming up on your account. So sister going and said, what's this? I said, I don't know. I made a mistake. Oh, this stuff is tight. So I can shout all I want. But your secret sins will show up. Are y'all, are y'all with me? All this word y'all get up in here, it raises God's mantle of accountability. 
That is the balance between my knowledge and my love. Lord have mercy. Has got to be that I am looking at everything with humility. But for the grace of God. There goes I. And if you want them Christians smoking the J because they have legalized it, I want to talk to you. (laughs) Talking about medicinal. I got your medicinal. Paul, Paul deals with this matter of balance. Not only, Lord have mercy, not only does Paul deal with the fact that we have to be careful in our humility, but he also talks about the avoidance. Now let me stop pausing, Park. I, 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 uh, I love to play pinochle. Now, 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 let me stop pausing apart. Our parents and grandparents used those white, red, and blue chips. They weren't gambling. It was to keep count, keep score, right? It's something about pinochle that I could play all night. You got a partner. You're trying to rub heads, you're trying to count Trump, you're trying to pass on to them, let them in, so forth and so on. But there are certain Christians you can't play cards in front of. Because in their conscience, they think card playing is carnal. You got to respect that. There are people that don't think you should play golf on Sunday. Or you should go to the mall on Sunday. No, I'm serious. They they have this limited view of God. Lord have mercy. And then I had a lady across the street say, Well, I don't think Christians ought to be shooting dice. I said, Well, you got Monopoly? She said, Yeah, I love Monopoly. I said, Well, you shoot dice. Conscience. Don't let your conscience be your God. Your conscience is your alarm clock. If the alarm clock is going off, pull back. They, they are still babes in Christ. Now, now we, we were going up once a year to Adelphia's on a Friday night, and we would dress up. And we have a great meal. We had people that, amen, were in place to help serve us. We have a disc jockey. We had line dancing. We had cha-cha and the bop. There wasn't nobody sending. And we weren't forcing you to come. People said, well, pastor, they're not drinking. I said, to my knowledge. 
Unless they clean, they go into the bathroom and go over there to the bar. I, I don't know what they're doing. But it was clean fun. But we didn't even want you there if your conscience alarm was going off. How can they dance? Easy. Leave that one alone. And there were Christians, and there were people from this church that didn't want to come, and I respect that. Praise the name of Jesus. But we had a good time, didn't we? Yes, we did. Kim? <laughs> Don't get new now. We, we had a great time, great. It was a great fellowship, but my point is, the avoidance is, I will not place meat before you if you are struggling in your conscience with eating meat. Are, you, are y'all getting this? And we don't, we don't flaunt our freedom so that others... Are going under, and and there there are gray areas of Christianity. Should a Christian dance? I had people come to me. If I go to a wedding, is it okay to to dance? I say, well, what does your conscience say? Put it back on them. I'm not giving you no golden rule. Periodic wine drinking. Across the street, when we had communion, the old, old deacon said, Pastor, you know, why can't we get real wine? <laughs> I said, no, nah, leave the grape juice in place. Because I don't want people doing this. Give me another one. <laughs> Give me another one. Music. If music offends your brother, don't listen to the music. Come on, now y'all can talk back to me. Because you're dealing with the avoidance of their conscience. The avoidance of their conscience. And then the advancing the advancing of the healing means I have to subtract, surrender, subdue my freedoms so that you feel free. Are y'all, are y'all getting this? All things are lawful, but all things are inexpedient. I, I can't put my freedoms out there when you don't feel it's a freedom. Do I have a witness? In the name of Jesus. Paul, Paul deals with this matter of the weaker and the stronger brother. And you're going to have that in a large context. Yeah. And, and sometimes I got to be careful because, you know, all my life I play around, I, I joke, I kid. And everybody's not able to, to take that. What did he mean by give it up and turn it loose? (laughs) 
I'm sorry. We have history. We have hurts. We have hang-ups. And you cannot give a church general principles of freedom when in their conscience they're not free. You can't do it. You can't do it. There was deacons at other churches getting on bus trips going to the casinos. I know because they came back and told me. They drinking, going to the casinos and partying. No, we ain't had that here. So I told Ernie, you can't do that no more. I'm, I'm only kidding. Ernie didn't go. So, 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 so this balance, listen, of knowledge and love is deep. I can have a knowledge, but I need a love. I need to understand where people are in their consciences. And some of us been in so much sin, nothing should offend us. You done laid with everything. You done been everywhere. You put everything in your body. Don't come to church and start getting solidified. <laughs> Leave room for mercy. Somebody said, mercy that suits my case. The Lord snatched me out of hell with smoke still in my garments. Now that I'm saved, I need to pay attention to people's consciences. I need to know they can't handle it. Do I have a witness? If I'm, if I'm going to play Pinocchio, I need to play it discreetly. Do I have a witness? If I'm going to play Monopoly with dice, I need to do it discreetly. I don't need you to cut everything out in my life. Because your conscience is limited. Because you're living in guilt. Can I get a witness? Because uh, you come to the house of God with a bunch of weights on you. Amen. Everybody needs to be careful. Don't let your good be evil spoken of. We got hidden agendas. Oh, yes, we do. The hidden things belong to the law. The revealed things belong to us. Do I have a witness? The, the fact of the matter is, in this balancing act, privilege, I mean knowledge, and love. Let love forgive. Let love embrace one another. Let love cover a multitude of sins. Not knowledge, but love. Not how long you've been in the church, but long-suffering. 
Let God not puff you up, but let the Lord create, thank you, Jesus, a power to pull people in and just love them. Why do we have to live up to all your rules? Why do we have to okay everything you think? We are sinners. Saved by grace. Can I get a witness? And when Jesus died, he died for all of our sins. Past, present, and future. When Jesus died, he forgave us of all. Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Jesus took away all my sin, all my guilt, all my hang-ups. And if there's something you don't like about me, why don't you give it to the Lord? And let the Lord ask you, why are you struggling with him and not with yourself? Don't become a judge and a jury. Don't injure people because of your hang-ups. Because we got some history, Doc. We got some history. Papa was a rolling stone. Mama didn't stick around. Can I get a witness? And some of us are still under the hammer of that history. And it's hurting us. Let go and let God. Love one another as I have loved you. Did Jesus hold stuff? No. Let God be God. Love each other. With all of our hang-ups, love. Let go. Let God. Pray for one another. Lift up one another. Who are you to criticize another? When God snatched you out of hell with smoke still in your garments. Just for a mini second, go back to those thrilling days of yesteryear and pull back up what you did that God forgave you for. Pull back up how good Jesus was when he stepped into your life and gave you Peace. Pull it back up. Don't offend your brother's conscience out of a sense of your freedom. Be tolerant. Have a balance. Have a balance of knowledge and love. And it's the love that will be greater than your knowledge. Love each other. Love one another as I have loved you. Love in spite of who they are. Love your kids. Love your husband. Love your wife. Love your mother. Love your father. Love every church member. And that ain't easy. Love them. I love you in Jesus.
I have nothing against you. Because God didn't have anything against me. I dare you to balance knowledge and love. Let's stand on our feet this morning. Come on now, you can get up. You can get up. Let's get a lot of hand clap. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Say, I love you, Pastor. In spite of you. And I love you, congregation. In spite of you. Love one another fervently. The world will know you're my disciples by the love you have for one another. Now I'm going to ask everybody to come out of their seat and come up here and kiss me. And the longer you kiss me, the more I'm going to shake. As every head is bowed, your eyes closed. If you're here and you want to give your life to Jesus Christ, he died for your sins and was buried, rose again. He's the son of God and God the son. And let me say this in closing. And we, we're in good time. I have had Masons ticked off at me. Muslims. Sororities, fraternities. It's nothing wrong with those uh, groups per se. But Jesus asked the question, who do men say that I am? That's what you got to understand. Who do men say that I am? And Peter said, thou art the Christ, Christos, son of the living God. That's the question you got to ask. And a lot of our sororities and fraternities are built on spiritual and religious foundations, which is great. But I asked the question to Jehovah's Witnesses, to Muslims, to Hindus, to Buddha, and to all these other groups. Who is Jesus? And if you cannot say he is God, you're going to hell. Because he is God. He's God the Son, and he's the Son of God. If you're here this morning and you want to give your life to Christ, just raise your hand. Is there one? We'd love you to come. Come on up. Praise Jesus. Come on up. Come on up. We love you. Is there one? Your hand are raised. Why don't you come on up? Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, neighbor. Knowledge, is great, knowledge is great, but love is greater. Love is great. Father, in the name of Jesus. Give us a love that passes all understanding where we don't condemn or criticize, but we are very compassionate and patient with your people. In Jesus' name, hallelujah, amen. You are dismissed. Love you.
I love SMBC because I've been a member here for over 20 years, and Pastor brings a word every Sunday. Ministry here is for the entire being. Uh, I love the way it touches the mind, the body, and the soul. Uh, we have women's ministries. Welcome to our world. I've gone to several churches before, and the truth that Pastor preaches about the word, his leadership, and his vision is just pure. Welcome to our world. What keeps me coming back to St. Matthews is the youth program. They continuously put effort into the young, into the young mentors. Welcome to our world. Bienvenidos a nuestro mundo. Jersey, SMBC, should have been here. Period. <laughs> <laughs> 